0: KYW original podcasts.
1: For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic in Philadelphia, subscribe to KYW In Depth on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: The coronavirus pandemic from KYW In Depth.
1: I'm Matt Leon. Like just about everything else, the insurance industry has really been turned upside down by the COVID-19 pandemic. We wanted to learn more about how insurance companies are dealing, so we caught up with Mike and Ryan Tosicki. They are the co-founders, a father and son, of Premier Insurance Services. And we spoke to them about what they're dealing with day in, day out, and how this pandemic is going to affect the insurance world long term. Interesting stuff. Give a listen. First of all, let's kind of start at the ground level. Michael, uh, kind of describe what your business is about and what you you handle.
2: Sure, Matt. Uh, we're a small business, privately held in business for almost 20 years. Uh, and we work specifically for major insurance companies, both U.S. insurance companies, some German insurance companies, and Lloyd's of London. And we work in specific areas of insurance handling complex and large insurance claims for various businesses throughout the United States and overseas as well.
1: So Ryan, what have you guys seen? We are about two months into this that this has affected really hardcore the US, the pandemic. Uh, What are you dealing with day-to-day?
0: On a day-to-day basis, we're handling all sorts of insurance claims. Uh, The most prominent is probably event cancellation. So we deal with different organizations who hold events, whether live sporting events, trade shows, exhibitions, um, and they're being forced to cancel these events based on the pandemic restrictions. So we are assisting them with either a full-scale cancellation, rescheduling or postponement, guiding them through the insurance process, um, which is very financially driven, we're reporting to insurers, and then we're dealing with a day-to-day fluid situation. Each different state has ever-changing guidelines and restrictions. So it's a very fluid process, and it's, um, it's affecting each organization in each state very different.
1: Michael, how, I don't know, I mean, how expensive has this is this pandemic for the insurance industry, specifically with what you guys deal with? I mean, we're talking cancellations across the board, a, a lot of money. Uh, are insurance companies able to to keep up with this because it's all these policies kind of kicking in at
2: once? Uh, Matt, that's a great question. Uh, we know just for the event business worldwide, which uh, includes professional sports, college sports, all sorts of organizations that hold conferences and trade shows that the losses for the insurance companies are in multiple billions of dollars so it is putting a lot of stress on the insurance companies Uh, the one thing that they did about 15 or 20 years ago after other communicable disease situations arose is they began excluding insurance coverage for anything to do with the communicable disease and requiring companies to buy the coverage and pay extra, similar to you buy a house and it's in a flood zone, your homeowner's insurance doesn't automatically give you flood coverage. You have to buy extra coverage against certain risks like flood. So the insurance companies over the last 15 and 20 years have been charging any entity that wants communicable disease insurance coverage, extra premium. So they've accumulated all of this premium income over the last 20 so on years and have hopefully stored enough of that away in their little bank vaults to to pay these claims. The other aspect is that insurance companies, they're in the risk business. The insurance companies, all the household names that you see and hear on television and uh, advertising they insure these risks, but they reinsure that some of the risk up a chain to other companies that are in the reinsurance business. And if anybody wants to learn about reinsurance, just go look at Berkshire Hathaway and their public records explain that they are heavily invested in certain reinsurance businesses. So you mentioned like 15, 20 years ago that the
1: communicable disease started being treated like flood insurance. It's not included. What triggered that? Was there something that people saw coming down the lane
2: or or what was it? Uh, There were multiple pandemics over the years, SARS, um, swine flu, uh, and other pandemics that resulted in major shutdowns of countries and businesses that triggered the communicable disease exclusion and buyback provision.
1: Ryan, how many, I don't know if you could, but how many of the people you deal with have this Communicable disease insurance, if you had to put a percentage on it, is it a good amount or is it not a lot?
0: Um, again, very tough. But I would say at least 50% of the claims we're had, handling have this buyback, this communicable disease. Definitely the larger organizations have this because of their exposures. Um, but I would say, all in all, probably about half of the claims we're handling have this.
1: Michael, is this pandemic going to change risk assessment going forward? Is there going to be just because something like this is figured in and now everybody knows that this is possible, is this going to, to lead to risk
2: assessment and maybe more emphasis put on different things? I think so, Matt. Many of the organizations that Ryan referred to that do have the communicable disease coverage, They never imagined that it would be an extended situation where, you know, I have a restaurant. Is there any chance I I could be closed for more than 30 days? Most restaurants probably only bought if it was available 30 days worth of coverage. And now they're been, they've been closed for almost 90 days and some will be beyond that. So people are underinsured if they do have the insurance to in many circumstances. So people are going to buy higher limits, uh, for more extended time periods, if the coverage is available, and we know the insurance companies, because of the billions of dollars that they're paying in claims, are certainly going to increase the the cost of this communicable disease insurance coverage.
1: Ryan, overall, without I know you, I don't want you to get too specific on this, but are we going are are we going to have, see the same insurance companies? Two, three years from now that we see now, are there any that aren't going to be able to handle what they have to deal with as far as payouts and, and everything at the same time? Or do you think most are going to be able to, to weather this storm one way or another?
0: Well, Matt, I think it goes back to what Michael said, where if companies were smart and they reinsured the risk, then a lot of these insurance companies will survive. A lot of the risk managers built in these catastrophic events. Um, they've had experience with hurricanes, natural disasters. So their investing profile should allow them to continue. If other smaller insurance companies did not reinsure the risk to keep all of the premium dollars, and I think those are the ones that you can see go out of business. But as a whole, I think the blue chip insurers they have done enough to reinsure the risk, where they will survive this. Um, but the insurance market, as we know it, I think is going to be changing. Forever.
1: And to follow up on that, that was kind of, what are there ways past communicable disease now becoming something everybody's obviously going to want? How, how in other ways do you think the world of insurance is going to be changed going forward?
0: Well, I think the biggest change what I've seen. A lot of businesses are submitting claims for business interruption. The policy has a very specific trigger for business interruption claims. So I think there's going to be a demand for businesses to buy additional coverage that would cover business interruption that's not related to a government shutdown. I don't know if insurers are gonna offer that, but right now the business interruption claims we're dealing with trigger is property damage. So if you don't have property damage, it's very difficult for you to claim under your business interruption policy Um, So I think a lot of companies are going to react and adjust to the different types of insurance that they're purchasing.
2: Same question to you, Michael. Yeah, I I agree with Ryan. There are many businesses, if you go down Main Street in your town and they're closed, whether it's a clothing store, a jewelry store, an art gallery, they're closed and they're losing money every day. But they're not insured because most, as Ryan said, most commercial business insurance policies don't cover you for business interruption unless there was some damage at your business that caused you to close, as opposed to a government order related to a a communicable disease. So people are gonna be asking for that coverage going forward. And as Ryan said, if it's available, it's going to be uh, expensive. Uh, I also see that uh, insurance companies may start increasing their deductibles on these types of risks making uh, either a flat dollar deductible or a percentage deductible, 5% or 10% of your limit, similar to what Florida and other states do for hurricanes. How tough are the
1: next 18 months going to be for insurance, not just from a financial, but just from a day-to-day work aspect? Because it's impossible to plan anything. We are I live in a, and I mean this sincerely, like the next 24, 36 hours, because it's impossible to say, well, two weeks from now, it'll be this. Like, we have a ever-changing sea of variables that will lead to, to stuff. So how tough is it for an industry that really, really thrives on certainty? We're going to have a year and a half of, of uncertainty. And what is that going to mean, you think, for the industry? Ryan, I'll start with you.
0: Matt, great question and something we are getting questioned on every day. Um, So not only are we handling claims that have already happened, so the events already took place, we're now getting notifications for potential claims that are anywhere from two months to six months to ten months out. Part of the trouble is these organizations are trying to communicate with their registrants, their participants, their sponsors, their exhibitors, they're looking for clarification and some answers as to will you hold the event? What should we be doing? With this fluid situation and the ever changing dynamic within the states and the restrictions, that's what I see as the toughest part for the insurance market going forward. Making decisions as to whether we should cancel an event or we should reschedule this, or do we have to basically go along the path and wait for a government entity to force the cancellation. So it's that fine line between certainty and uncertainty that each organization is dealing with on a daily basis, and we're seeing it firsthand.
2: Same question to you, Michael. Uh, Matt, the the uncertainty will continue for a while. If Your listeners uh, look at certain state guidelines for reopening. You could go to California and Illinois as two good examples. Uh, California has a four-phase reopening guideline and Illinois has five phases. The last phase, which will allow concerts, conferences, trade shows, conventions, and attendance at live sporting events, require there to be convincing or specific evidence that the pandemic is pretty much done, and or that there's a vaccine that's considered safe and reliable. And that will ultimately be the test where things slowly get back to normal. But then we see studies where if a vaccine is available, 40% of the world says, I'm not taking it, I don't believe it.
1: That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area or if you want to know how what you see or hear on the news is going to change your own life or your own routine, then subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Matt Leon and we'll have another episode out soon.